Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. We're all uh, keeping our eye right now on President Joe Biden, who is uh, having a press conference uh, following meetings at the NATO summit in Brussels. Uh, we'll continue to watch that and go to that. Uh, he made some remarks just uh, prior to opening it up for questions, and I want to go to some of those comments from President Biden first. This NATO summit, a very important one in terms of allies and alliances for the United States uh, around the world. And uh, let's go to uh, some of President Biden's comments about Russia and China and uh, why this alliance is so critical to the country. Russia and China are both seeking to drive a wedge in our transatlantic solidarity. We're seeing an increase in malicious cyber activity. But our alliance is a strong foundation on which we can, our collective security and our shared prosperity can continue to be built. And I made a point to make clear that the U.S. commitment to Article 5, the NATO treaty, is rock solid and unshakable. It's a sacred commitment. NATO, NATO stands together. That's how we've met every other threat in the past. It's our greatest strength as we meet our challenges of the future. And there are many. Uh, NATO Attorney General Jen Stoltzenberg uh, also spoke uh, at the press conference. And I want to go to some of her comments, uh, similar and along the, uh, the same train uh, as the, the president. We are concerned by China's coercive policies, which stand in contrast to the fundamental values enshrined in the Washington Treaty. China is rapidly expanding its nuclear arsenal with more warheads and a larger number of sophisticated, sophisticated delivery systems. It is opaque in implementing its military modernization. It is cooperating militarily with Russia including through exercises in the Euro-Atlantic area. We also remain concerned about China's use of disinformation. NATO leaders called on China to uphold its international commitments and to act responsibly in the international system, including in space, cyber, and maritime domains in keeping with its role as a major power. Again, those are uh, remarks coming from the NATO summit in Brussels. We're going to go live now to uh, a li- a press conference with President Biden, taking some questions from journalists. Let's uh, take a, 
Listen, Dan, again, these are important conversations that are are taking place. Uh, Looks like we're getting a question now uh, regarding the Ukraine and uh, what the action plan might be from the United States and NATO allies uh, dealing with the Ukraine and Russia's uh, aggression there and parts of the Ukraine. And here's the president's response. You know, school's out on that question. It remains to be seen. In the meantime, we will do all that we can to put Ukraine in the position to be able to continue to resist Russian physical aggression. And it will not just depend on me whether or not we conclude that that uh, Ukraine can become part of NATO. It will depend on the alliance and how they vote. But I know for one thing, there has to be a they have to convince. And it's not easy. I made a speech years ago to the Rada saying that that Ukraine had an opportunity to do something that's never occurred in the history of Ukraine, actually generate a democratically elected and not corrupt, led by oligarchies in any of the regions, nation. And I pointed out to them when I made that speech that they will go down in history as the founding fathers of Ukraine if, in fact, they do that. They have more to do, but that does not justify the fact they have more to do. Russia taking aggressive action, either in the Donbass or in uh, on the sea or in any part of Ukraine. And uh, we're going to put Ukraine in a position to be able to maintain their physical security. Thank you all so very much. Sorry you're all here so late. Thank you very much. Again, that was uh, President Biden uh, holding a press conference, uh, taking questions from journalists, following some remarks, and following his meetings at the NATO summit in Brussels. Uh, Ahead of his meeting, of course, uh, with Vladimir Putin coming up uh, in the next, uh, what is it, 24, 48 hours, uh, he will sit down with uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. So there'll be a, a lot to discuss, a lot to digest and break down there. Uh, to me, one of the most interesting things for us to keep an eye on coming out of this NATO summit is, of, of course, uh, during the previous administration, uh, there was a lot of tension between the United States of America and our NATO allies and the organization in particular. Uh, former President Donald Trump uh, was uh, regularly poking at uh, many of those member nations uh, to pay their fair share to make sure they were fully engaged and, and not just for press conferences and photo ops. Uh, but to to really engage in the uh, the process of securing the world and making sure that freedom uh, was strong around the world, uh, particularly with places like Ukraine. I think that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, it was interesting to me to note that that was the last question that President Biden took was on the Ukraine. And, of course, Russian aggression into Ukraine, uh, I'm sure, will be a topic that the president and Vladimir Putin will uh, either address or not address. <laughs> it will at least come up. Uh, in their conversation is the two of them have a sit down. Uh, and so an interesting opportunity. It does seem to be that there is a lot of positive energy coming out of the NATO meetings that many of uh, the members there are feeling good about the tone uh, from President Biden and what that means for the alliance moving forward and America's role in it. And I think many people uh, were also a little bit frustrated that the White House elevated the meeting with Vladimir Putin Putin to a summit, uh, essentially putting it on the same playing field as NATO 
uh, in terms of this trip from President Biden. And I know there was some uh, frustration about that, uh, that uh, Vladimir Putin shouldn't be rewarded and elevated on the world stage uh, with this meeting. And many were hoping that he would just downplay that meeting as just a quick get together or a quick chat uh, with uh, uh, Boris, not Boris Yeltsin. Sorry, Boris Yeltsin was before that. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. I'm going back in history too far today. Uh, so we'll continue to follow that portion of the program. Again, all eyes now are going to pivot from NATO to the sit down uh, with Vladimir Putin and what that means for U.S.-Russia relationships. Uh, This isn't the first time that uh, the two have met uh, when he was vice president. Uh, He had uh, a number of interactions with Vladimir Putin. So uh, these are are not strangers. Uh, They have sat in meetings before. I think they've had some intense meetings before. And so that will be an interesting thing. The perception is going to be what comes out of that particular meeting. And and we'll we'll watch that and, and see how that all plays out. Uh, want to jump back now for just a second uh, as we round out our coverage here on the the NATO summit, and uh, we're going to go back to uh, Secretary Jen Stoltzberry uh, and talking about uh, NATO's desire to engage with China, but to do it in the right way. Leaders agreed that we need to address such challenges together as an alliance, and that we need to engage with China to defend our security interests. Uh, so there was also, uh, Russia was not the only uh, item on the agenda, to be sure. China was clearly front and center in many of these conversations. And I think that relates from uh, both the uh, economic impact of China, uh, the fact that China uh, is not really way, not really leveraging and doing things in terms of climate Uh, And uh, that whole area, as well as a lot of the cyber issues, including intellectual property. And uh, that's a challenge, I think, for all the the member countries there that, uh, again, are wondering, how do you actually compete with China? How do you make sure it maintains a level playing field? And how do we make sure that our own desires to do good in terms of stewardship of the environment and climate uh, doesn't come at the expense of global businesses where China seems to be disregarding uh, most of those issues around clean energy uh, and, of course, uh, worker rights and, and a host of other human, human humanitarian issues as well. All right, we're going to step aside for top of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to continue our Think Again uh, about the relationship between the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the NAACP, and the United Negro College Fund some fascinating announcements today. We'll have interviews with some of the key players coming up at 205 here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.